Today in this two-part podcast, we are talking about NPCs, or non-player characters for the layman, and turning them from forgettable nobodies to memorable somebodies. This is Cosmic Dice. Welcome to Cosmic Dice, the podcast. been running a campaign and create this amazing NPC for your characters to interact with? He has dark hair, broad shoulders, and wields a hammer the size of a large dog. He likes long walks on the beach and squashes bandits with his bare hands. Bruce Riker is his name. As the event approaches, you start quivering with excitement. The players walk through the door, and the NPC stands in his awesomeness before them and announces his presence, giving the players his impressive quest, promising all the gold and all the silver. Ha ha! I am Bruce Riker, Bandit Crusher Extraordinary. Yes, he is so impressive. The players ought to cry with happiness, just stand in his presence. In your eyes, you have created the greatest NPC to ever walk the world that is whatever it is that you call your world. But then... Wait, so who is that guy we're doing this quest for again? Ah, it doesn't matter. I'll just write down quest guy. He said he would give us each a bag of gold, right? And that is the story of how Bruce Riker, the bandit crusher, was demoted to... Quest Guy. Although less exaggerated, I think most of us game masters have been through a similar experience, where we are excited for an NPC and he turns out to be completely unremarkable during the campaign. So to remedy this, we are talking about how to spice up our NPCs so that they come alive. As we discussed today, we're going to assume the NPC is an important NPC to the story. But you can do this for any NPC, big and small. Just don't be disappointed when your players don't get to know all of their backgrounds. A quick table of contents before we get started. First, we'll talk about what makes an NPC memorable. Then move on to the NPC bio. In part two, we will talk about responding life the NPC and an NPC's growth, finishing off with things to avoid such as obnoxious tropes. What makes an NPC memorable? Alright, making an NPC can be as intricate as world building. And like a world build, we can put hours and hours in designing its very intricacies, but that doesn't mean it will make it to the table. And if it does make it to the table, it doesn't mean it will be remembered by your players. So let's make a note of that. Complex NPCs doesn't mean memorable NPCs. Why? Oftentimes, as a GM, we info dump on our players, and the more complexity to that information, the more confusing it may come across. 
But the same can be said with simple NPCs. If they're one-dimensional and predictable, it can be boring. So is there a sweet spot? Mm, no, not really. I think the question we should be asking ourselves is how much time will my players be exposed to this NPC? The more time they are exposed should correlate with the NPC's complexity. This gives our players lots of time to really invest into the relationship with them. And I'm going to use that word a lot, relationship. It is a relationship with our players, characters, and the NPC. And like any relationship, they take time. Now, sometimes our players will really latch on to someone we didn't intend for them to latch on to. Almost always, these are simple one-dimensional NPCs that had a unique or funny voice or did something that really caught their attention. One of my more recent games, I had a character named Brazi. He was homeless and living in a warehouse when our players all teleported into his home. In this world, teleportation had not really been discovered, so you can imagine Brazi's emotions at seeing this. Brazi hid up in the rafters of the warehouse until the players discovered him spying on them, where Brazi then gave the introduction to the world that they had just appeared in. That was his whole role, but my players had different ideas. Instead, they interrogated him, kidnapped his best friend, which was a walking stick with a face carved into it, stole his livelihood, and then kidnapped him in case he was lying. Brazi took up almost an entire session when he was supposed to be a simple introduction to the world they were in. So I had to ask myself, why? Brazi had a whiny voice and talked about himself in the third person, like, Brazi doesn't know. Please don't hurt Brazi. This made Brazi fun to interact with, and to my slight dissatisfaction, fun to pick on. This brings us to our second point in what makes a memorable NPC. Ask yourself, what makes this NPC unique? It can be simple, an accent, a voice, a funny name. It can be something he does, like a quirk or something he carries with him. The goal is to catch the attention of the players. Once you have their attention, a story will naturally form. The NPC Bio So to help our NPC stand out, we have the NPC Bio. When I'm prepping a campaign, I always have with me a quick reference to my NPC's bios. So let's take a look at what is in these bios. Name. So first is the NPC's name. When presenting an NPC, it's important to use the name several times to help the players identify that person. That way, they don't refer to them as the sketchy dude we met at the bar. If they do start to refer to them as this, you might give them a nickname. Daryl might turn into Sketchy Daryl. A name should reflect the type of person they are or were. You also might think to yourself, how do other people refer to this person? Having the name be less as a randomly generated label and more of a compliment to the NPC's build can go a long way to helping players identify with them. The example of Brazi, I thought Brazi was really fun to say in Brazi's accent. Brazi! And him saying his name constantly in the third person just made it all the better. Purpose. Probably the most important part of the NPC's build is having a purpose for the NPC. This helps them to drive the narrative. What is their purpose? 
How are they fulfilling that purpose? Nothing is more frustrating for a player than being guided to an NPC and being unable to derive useful information from them. Be careful not to play the game of, you must ask me the right questions before I give you the information. Use the NPC to guide the information, not to hinder it. Once you know the NPC's purpose, devise ways to help get that purpose to the players in a clear way. And then use the NPC to help the players know that there's no other use for them. Let's go back to Brazi as an example. The first thing Brazi said to the players was, You found poor Brazi! Please don't hurt poor Brazi again! This immediately helped the characters inquire who had hurt Brazi before. Brazi goes on to tell them about the many gangs in the city and the vie for control, setting up the plot for this part of the campaign. Brazi gave the information to the players, and they continued trying to prime more and more out of him. When there really wasn't much left, I answered the question to the best of Brazi's knowledge and then just begged to be left alone. When the hints weren't taken, Brazi just fainted out of fear. This was the clearest sign I knew how to give that Brazi had no more information. Although the group packed him around for a bit, they eventually agreed that he was useless and just going to be a hindrance. The NPC gave an opening for his purpose, gave the information, and then gave several hints that that was it. If the NPC doesn't have a purpose, give him one or get rid of him because a useless NPC won't add to your group's story. Because your players don't believe you would create someone who's useless to the story. And so they're going to assume that there is a purpose behind that NPC. Quirk. Every character needs a quirk. Why? Because there isn't a person on earth that doesn't have some quirk or 20. At least 20 in my situation. Not, not to brag. This quirk will help individualize them from others. It could be a phrase they use a lot, a weird mannerism, a scar, a deformity, or a look or vibe they give off. The quirk can be large or small, but it must be evident and individual to them. This really can help when your NPCs are reoccurring NPCs. Here's an example of how quirks can be used. Let's say you created an NPC with the quirk of smelling like fish and tobacco. It's specific enough that you will probably always think of this guy when the GM brings up fish and tobacco being pungent in the air. Now let's say you helped get this man thrown into a prison for burglary. Bur 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 burglary. Bur burglary. And he swore vengeance upon your group. This happened at least six sessions ago. Now, your GM gives you a new scenario. You trudge through the swamp, nearly feeling defeated after facing the skeletal beings. Your body is still covered in the wounds from the battle. You know you must first escape this putrid swamp before more of those profane beings find you all and finish what they started. Frantically, you look left and right for any sign of them, but no signs show. At last you make it to the edge of the swamp, where you collapse on the ground, exhausted. After lying there a few minutes, you recognize a faint smell. What is it? 
is that fish and tobacco? Immediately you sit up and look around for any danger as you turn and realize that not all of the party made it out of the swamp. Where is Cassandra, your sorceress? I told you I would come for you all. A shaky voice laughs. That's when you turn and see Cassandra with a knife pressed to her throat. And that's how I would end that session. Notice I didn't even name the NPC. This is a great way to use a quirk to help the characters feel immersed into the scenario. Instead of seeing the guy and recognizing him, you describe the familiar smell that is too specific to be anything else. Quirks are tools to help immerse our players into the world and into the NPC's lives. And the simplest quirk can make or break an NPC. Voice. Whether you want to voice act in front of your party or not, each NPC has a unique voice. When you switch from a motherly lady that is always trying to shove sweets into your face to a drill sergeant who seems to hate you for your sloppiness, they should have totally different speech patterns. This is one of the easiest ways to make an NPC more dimensional. Ask yourself, how does this person talk to the party? How do they feel about the party? What makes them unique? How do I show this in just their words? I think that the GMs often use their own narrative to describe how someone talks more than the actual speech itself. For example, go to the well, the drill sergeant yelled angrily at them. This line misses a huge opportunity to show who the drill sergeant was. Since we want to show more than tell, let's change up the dialogue a bit. We want the same information of go to the well to be communicated, but we are going to see how differently the drill sergeant and the motherly lady communicate it. Go to the well, you useless maggots. Any trained recruit with half a brain knows that this is the place to go, but you don't have half a brain, do you? Why are you still standing here? It's hard to process it. You must go to the well. Move it, you maggots. Go, 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 go. Versus. Oh, you must go to the well, dear. Be careful now and make sure to stay hydrated. I packed you lots of treats in your bag and make sure to stay clean and wash behind your ears as you travel. You know how that dust gets everywhere on those dirt roads. Just from the dialogues, even if I wasn't using voices, it's easy to tell which of these characters is which. Adding an accent with a weird pitch might give it some more uniqueness, but the real importance is how the NPCs talk to the players. Background. This is never simple, and the task of writing an NPC background should scale with the importance of that NPC. Brazi's background was simple. He was a bum who was constantly harassed by the nearby gangs of that city. He had a stick with a face carved into it, and that was his best friend. The rest of the information on the bio just naturally formed from the background. For a recurring background, you might have to get as detailed as if you were creating a player. I like to start with where the NPC is in life at the moment they are introduced to the players and slowly work my way backwards to their childhood. Again, the level of detail should scale with the importance of the character. So, 
the first thing I ask myself is, how did the NPC get to where they are in life? What kind of education would they have needed? What kind of financial situation would that have required? The next question I would ask, what are the three biggest changes in the NPC's life to this point? Expand upon those. I constantly refer to the background and sometimes even edit it after every single bullet point within the bio. Remember that the background should be constructed from the bullet points, not the bullet points from the background. When this is done, we have one last step for our simple bio. Description. This is simply where you would describe how the character looks. This is where your players attach an actual image to the NPC. Out of all the items in the bio, to me, this is the least important of them. But it is nice to have something described to you in an artsy and fancy way for all you aspiring writers out there. The description of the character should be easy once all the other items are done. These items we just talked about, name, purpose, quirk, voice, background, and description, make up a simple bio for a simple NPC that shows up once or twice in a campaign. If you're having more important reoccurring NPCs, I have an extended bio with a few more in-depth questions. How does the NPC see themselves? What is the vibe I want them to portray? How do I show that in their actions? What are the five most important things to them? How do you think they will grow as the campaign progresses? What makes them sad, mad, happy? These are all thought-provoking questions that are more personally streamlined to give your NPC dimension. It will help them respond differently to different situations and have more than one emotion. The main goal here is to give them more depth and to be easier to relate to. The thing about the extended bio is that the more questions you ask yourself, the more you can truly be the character. But these questions offer a great start to an extended bio. That's all we're going to talk about in this episode. Be sure to let us know what you think. Talk to me in Discord or find us on Twitch, Twitter, and Instagram. We also have an email we look at every few weeks, cosmicdicethepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us at any of these places and tell us what you want us to talk about next. Or just say hi. Do you want to be my friend? The answer will most likely be yes. I say most likely because I always leave just enough room to back out of a bad situation. That's all we have today. Cue the music. <laughs>